Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Before you listen to the podcast, I want to tell you about one of my favorite things in the world, the Lit Teacher Training. Creating this comprehensive teacher training really felt like my life's work compilation, and I hold nothing back. My mission is for everyone to know and understand the whole body, functional movement, and the how and why behind the movement choices we make to feel empowered, transforming your own lives, and sharing that knowledge with others. In the Lit Teacher Training, we investigate the poses and transitions, the energy flow through this vessel of our body, and work to move through space with increased precision and fluidity to create more joy and fun. So ask yourself, are you enjoying the life you're living in your body? If you're not fully, there's no better time than now to create new pathways and new opportunities. And with that fresh palette, attempt to emphasize growth and connection rather than accomplishment. Learning how to give people feedback in their bodies so that they retrain their own neural pathways and habitual movement patterns is truly a gift. And you will get that in this training. With both our self-guided and in-real-time virtual experience, the 10-week training is rich in functional anatomy from my background as a physical therapist, methodology, and yogic philosophy through a modern-day lens. Like the hundred of others around the world, you will complete the training with new skills, sound knowledge, and confidence to teach others. And you have access to the training for life. Finally, our Lit Teacher community is vibrant and supportive, and being a part of it is like having all your friends with who you speak the same language with the same passion. So join this experience for reverence of the body as the container of the divine to change your life. Go to LitYogaTraining.com, and I can't wait for you to join our community. I'm Laura Hyman, and welcome to Redefining Movement, a lit podcast designed to investigate all aspects of movement from my background in physical therapy and neuroscience. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter movement patterns and compassion for ourselves and others. So together we can live our most uplifted lives, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Wednesday Q&A, where you ask the questions and we answer, we as in me and my beautiful co-host, Kristen Williams. Hey, Laura. So good to see you. It's so funny. When you were starting to talk, it was sort of feeling like a rhyme, and it was going to be like me and KB. Me and KB. Oh, I should have done that. I should have been like, I got to do a little rap. I could do like a little beatbox. Yeah. (laughs) So we have some really good questions here. So this first one is, 
from Anonymous. How do I start your program and not feel defeated? I really want to. Thank you for all you give on Instagram. I really want to get started, but I feel a little lost. So I think she's not alone. And I love that her first question was, how do I start your program? I think what she's meaning is the online platform, Daily, without feeling defeated. And we really purposefully look at all the ways that we can welcome people on the platform and meet them wherever they are, whether it's like a yoga teacher who is seasoned with movement and has a very strong practice or somebody recovering from an injury or somebody that hasn't moved in a while and doesn't want to feel lost because our platform has expanded. Truthfully, we started just in a way to fill this niche that I had from my studio, which was students that were really used to us practicing, being challenged, moving all around the mat, a lot of yoga teachers. So that was what we were really serving up and attracting. So it was like a two-way thing. But as physical therapists like we are, we ultimately want everybody to practice this way because it's capitalizing on the way our body is designed, which is to move full range of motion with a dynamic stability, understanding posture and the importance of it, understanding how to move in different planes so that we can have this beautiful spectrum of movement throughout life, which is having a wonderful health span as an addition to lifespan. And truthfully, I think we're not exposed to, we don't work in a corporate job. We're exposed to it only when people are injured, right? And then they come in terms of being a physical therapist. So seeing general populations, lack of daily movement, variability, endurance, capacity, all these things, we don't see because we're in this space. Then we started to see it more and more because our space opened up virtually and we got to see people who were in corporate America, stay-at-home moms who don't take the time for themselves or take very little time for themselves and develop overuse of something and underuse of something. So I guess all that is to say is I hear you and everyone could be a little intimidated to try something that you haven't done before, but we really, really, really have changed our platform or enhanced our platform, augmented, grown our platform to include entry points for everyone. Like our Start Here series We literally are like, let's make this so our 80-year-old parents could do it. So the best thing about not being intimidated or not feeling defeated is start where you are. And we really try and direct you. So we say, start with the Start Here series. Those are mostly 15-minute classes. If you go up towards 20 and a few are a little bit less, that doesn't mean you have to do the whole thing. Just start there and get moving. Watch the videos that we give, we offer that are part of our platform in terms of what is the triple S and why is it important and what is some of the language we use. So set yourself up for having some knowledge at the entry point and then just think everything I do is more than I did before. And so that could be five minutes. But don't pick a five-minute intermediate or advanced class if this is not what you've been used to. So you set yourself up for success, and then I promise you we have the product to serve that up. 
And we didn't have that four or five years ago when we were first starting. We didn't have that. We really, really had intermediate and advanced. We didn't have a lot of choices. And so if you would come on then, you might have felt defeated. And that was really where we're listening and learning what the needs are for people. So that is the biggest thing I would say is if you like what I have on Instagram, you're going to find the same thing in a much bigger scale and a much more educational way. And P.S., we have a great support system. You can write customer service anytime. You can write us at any time. You can ask comments in there. We have a Facebook group. We have a community that's very strong and really brings in people from all starting points. And all of those things will contribute to you feeling, I think, more successful. But come in and know that we're pulling for you, truly. Yeah, I mean, I think we, especially in the last redo of the platform, we have it served up to you in a beginner. We have it served up to you as intermediate and as advanced. And then let's say you've only got 15 minutes. I mean, this weekend I was with my daughter. We were like, we want to do a 30 to 40 minute class, intermediate level. I went to the intermediate page. I scrolled down 21 to 40 minutes. Boom, there they all were. And I was like, ding, let's do that one. It was so fast. Whereas two months ago, before we changed, I would be scrolling, looking at what level it is. So we've really made it easy. So if you're feeling intimidated, just start beginner. We've actually taken every new class that we make every week at the intermediate and advanced level. Laura and I do a second one that's about 15 to 20, 25 minutes max at the beginner level. And so it's a way to get really comfortable with our language with our blueprint, the blueprint is we follow the same cadence, the same plan with each class, but it's all different. You've got different teachers to choose from. Then there are filters. Let's say you wake your back's bothering you. You know, you wake up, your neck's bothering you. You can just filter neck and then go filter intensity level, beginner, intermediate, advanced. We've got it so filtered down where you could be wanting beginner for low intensity. You could want to advanced but low intensity. We really have tried to serve it up to you as easy and as clear, but there's absolute intimidation to this. Not only is it a new way of moving, but you're also doing it online. So there's no one to look around. You're just looking at the person on the screen. And just know that being confused is okay. It's actually good for your brain. Your confusion, getting lost, that's why we do re, you know a lot of repetitions of the same thing. So you have time to catch up and get us. That's how we grow. Our brain is very plastic. And so if you were to do the same 26 poses over and over again, yeah, you might get really good at those poses, but you're not growing. Your brain isn't growing. Your tissues are not benefiting like they do with stuff that feels scary. Embrace that challenge with a non-judgmental heart, but also a really curious mind and know that that is going to make you not only feel better, but feel better, move better for life. Exactly. And I think it's also a really good opportunity when people have been practicing with us for a while. I think they really start to feel this is that it's an opportunity to notice your thoughts. Like, are your thoughts, do they come up and immediately like, wow, I really suck at this or wow, I feel so this or those are thoughts. They're not reality. 
with movement and with paying attention to how you move and you breathe and just doing something that is a little bit more challenging, it is also, to Kristen's point, it's challenging and that's what reformats your brain, including the habits and hardwiring of how you think of things. So you might have been told you're not very athletic. What we have been told or exposed to, then we start to think about ourselves. It's all different inputs from that. And that is kind of our instinct is to think those things, but they're constructs. They're not actually a construction of who you are. So you can rewire them and recreate them. I want to share with you a little secret I have. This secret is this amazing skincare line that I've been using now for a year. Now, I am a product queen. It is the one thing I spend money on. I don't spend a lot of money on clothes, but I love products. And I love skincare products because I want my skin to really reflect and showcase how I feel inside. But this is honestly the best product I've ever tried. And I love the fact that it's vegan. It's all natural. You could literally eat it because it's totally organic. Herbal face food. It's the most potent anti-aging, multi-correction, antiviral skincare on the market. It's magic. It's I can't even describe it. I use a little bit of Serum One a few times a week and it tightens up my skin. And then it also kind of whitens it a little bit, makes it feel like all the sun damage disappears. But you can go for the serum two, which is like the correction, and that goes into the more sun-damaged areas. So you're just going to have to try it for yourself. So go to the show notes and hit the link. Lara 20 is the code for 20% off herbal face food. I love it. I want to share it with you all. Next question. This is from Amy Shu. I feel pain deep in my hip and into my groin sometimes. PT hasn't helped any suggestions. I'm going to let you take this, but I will say, listen up people. This is a common, common complaint. Traditionally, coming from my experience, if the issue is your hip, Amy, PT should help it. So you're probably going to your PT. They're mobilizing your hip. They're stretching. They're doing some soft tissue work. You're strengthening your hip. So you're ticking all the hip boxes. If it's your hip that's the issue, it should be getting better. The fact that it isn't means, and it is the responsibility of your physical therapist, to look elsewhere. So I would start to look away from the hip. Look at your pelvis. Look at your ribs. Look at your posture. Look at your habits. I mean, Laura, I know you're going to go into this deeply, where the symptom is not always the cause. So we need to recognize that, yes, a very common referral pattern for hip joint pain is in the groin. So we naturally as physical therapists, especially orthopedic physical therapists, we'd be like, aha, they've got a hip issue. Let's look there. And if it's not getting better, then odds are through mobilization of just the hip, that's not it. Look at your low back. Could it be something completely different? Look at your feet. There's so many other areas that will impact the hip. The hip could very well be the victim of something that needs to be addressed elsewhere. It could be the other hip that needs work, that this hip's doing all the work. So, you know, we really need to 
find the right person to look at a broader spectrum. That would be my recommendation to you on a in-person level. Or believe it or not, do a private session with Laura or I. We will get our eyes on you. That's another way to go about it because there's probably something else going on. Laura, what do you have to add to that? I was just reading an article about so many PTs are not satisfied with the profession in general. And it's because of the limitations that are set in most clinical settings. Some clinical settings are not, but most are because they are subject to the insurance reimbursement. And so they and coding, it might be hip pain and you've got 10 minutes, you're going to like treat the hip. So that could be it. And I totally agree with Kristen. You got to look away from that. And I would look at, do you have any pelvic issues, pelvic pain, pelvic tension, jaw tension, foot, like going all the way down, like Kristen was saying, how is your foot? Is it really rigid? Is it really kind of floppy and not doesn't have a lot of stability? There's just a lot more to look at. We don't know much based on this, but these are the questions that we would both ask. Like, have you had children? Have you had any kind of discomfort? Is the discomfort more like around your period? What's your day like? Are you sitting most of the day? Sitting, sometimes people sit an hour and they'll get that. They'll get it down into their sit bone, across into their groin. That's low back. That could be pelvic floor, pelvic wall, everything around there. And then the hip and getting down into the inner groin are kind of the secondary pieces. But that's often the case, I feel like, with those areas is that it's really postural, habitual, daily life, and then any other factors that could have contributed. Sometimes somebody will say something to me and everything kind of checks off. And then I'll say something like, well, have you ever had any surgery to your abdomen? And they're like, uh, yeah, I had an apodectomy like 10 years ago or something. Something seemingly small like that because of the scar tissue could just change the movement patterns around the hip, believe it or not. So those are the questions we would ask. So those are our suggestions. It's to show you how multifactorial it is. And I think our big take home for anything with pain is pain is your brain's opinion that you need to change something. And that change might have nothing to do with the area and often is not in the area that is reporting the pain. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. That would make it nice and easy, but it's actually so much more interesting. Okay. Last question here. We have, actually, this is a person who asks about feet pronations. My feet tend to pronate and my knee is starting to bother me. Do you have any suggestions of what I can do about it? Things to avoid? So what she's talking about pronate, you know, pronate is a collapsing of the arch. And by the way, pronation is a normal motion for ambulation. So for walking, your foot should pronate. <laughs> you're going to supinate, you're going to pronate. So it's not that you shouldn't pronate. In fact, everybody's worried about overpronating. It's very catchphrasy to be like, oh, I'm an overpronator. So again, pronation is normal. It is a normal pattern of the foot. Now, assuming that you are an overpronator, meaning there's an excessive collapse, yes, that is going to affect at the knee because we've got the foot at the bottom. If my forearm is my shin, if I'm going to collapse, well, my knee is going to usually collapse inward with that. And then as you come out, the knee comes out. But don't forget, we got another big joint up above that is also going to play a role, your hip. If you're a quote unquote, over pronator, you can counteract that up at the hip. 
by stability and strength up there to where you kind of get the tension and it's going to support the knee from above. So the biggest tip I would have for someone who is having knee pain and know that in fact they are an overpronator, quote unquote, is to look at their hip. How is their mobility? But more important, how is your stability? How is your balance? How is your pelvic stability? Can you control from above what we know is a little perhaps hypermobile with that overpronation at the bottom? Because the knee, it just wants to bend and straighten. When it's getting a lot of that torquing, it's because something above or below, and that could even be at the tibial level, if there's not appropriate rotation of the tibia, it can affect up the chain or too much rotation. So stability, stability, stability would be what I would look at. I mean, obviously strength of the ankle is going to help. Strength of the foot's going to help. But I do think there's a lot of focus on pronation because it's a way to sell shoes. I mean, let's be honest, people are selling shoes to control motion. And if they would just get stronger up above at the core, they don't even need to bother because you can do, you can do orthotics. There's all sorts of things that can help from below. But I'm thinking a lot of patients, a lot of the population, if they work above, it's going to counterbalance that. What else do you have to add to that? I could not agree more. And if we just look at like size of the joints and what they're in a way dictated to do, it's like the knee is the biggest and then the hip and then the subtalar joint where the pronation is happening, ankle joint. So it's smaller in relationship to those two. So you think if something's happening at the knee joint that is collapsing it or causing some inner pain, more likely it's happening from that bigger joint that is responsible for creating the direction of movement, the power behind it. That doesn't mean that you don't look at the pronation, but I totally agree with Kristen. It's been, unfortunately, I feel like it's almost been blocked in some ways. And then you create either a rigid weak foot or uh, some other issues. So people that have flat feet, they need strengthening in their intrinsics which are the muscles within the foot itself that don't cross over. And then they also need strength in the ankle and the hip. But often that's just like being in a shoe up too much and not strengthening the foot. So I've almost always seen somebody with flat feet or pronated ankle, subtalar joint, they're weak in their hips. Their proximal area is just not working enough and going up the chain, like you were saying, into the trunk. So work on that a lot. That'll unburden they'll load into the knee and then eventually down into the ankle and then work on the one-legged balancing in different ranges of plantar flexion and dorsiflexion, which is the flexion and extension in the ankle joint and work on really getting that feeling of connection to the first metatarsal, which is your big toe mound, which has the impact going into the subtalar joint. So those are a lot to work on. It's again, not just the you know, it's not where the knee is just telling you the story that something is not giving it enough stability. And most likely it's the bigger, more proximal muscle of the hip. Well, these are so fun. We could geek out over all these functional anatomy questions all day and we will continue to do it. So please write us. You can direct message us right on Instagram at laura.hyman or kbwilliams99. You can also write in via email at support at lityoga.com. Those will be forwarded to us. And then we will work our way through them. Please rate and review as well. That's always nice to have your support and keep listening. Check out our online platform. Lots of great stuff for the foot, 
for the hip, for the knee, you name it, for yoga teachers. We've got even a yoga teacher training program. So covering all the things we talked about today. Yeah, so we got it all. So check it out and know as always, we're pulling, pulling you. you. We're getting good at that. We are getting good at it. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Redefining Movement. If you like what you've heard, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to leave us a rating and review or share with someone you know. Check us out at www.litmethod.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.